In Trump time, truth, straight, no chaser, the definitive insider's account of the White House of Trump. Peter Navarro's In Trump Time War Room is brought to you by Getter, the Twitter killer. Sign up for Getter today and strike a blow against cancel culture. Getter, the Twitter killer, an ultimate in social media engagement. Now here's Dr. Peter Navarro deep in the D.C. swamp from the In Trump Time War Room. Hi, I'm Peter Navarro, and welcome to episode 22 of the In Trump Time podcast. In this episode, I'm going to declare the beginning of the end of both the universal vaccine mandate as well as the end of the quasi-vaccines as well. Why would I make such a bold prediction? Simply because I'm seeing many disparate dots that, when properly connected, point to this inevitable result. To lay the predicate for this forecast, let me start with a few excerpts from a series of articles that I wrote with Dr. Robert Malone that appeared in the Washington Times editorial page. As many of you know by now, Doc Malone is the inventor of the mRNA technology that Pfizer and Moderna, among others, have used to produce their experimental gene therapy technologies, which is to say quasi-vaccines, not true vaccines. At any rate, to begin one of the Malone-Navarro articles, we wrote, quote, to fight the deadly SARS-CoV-2 virus from communist China, the United States has adopted a universal vaccination strategy enforced through authoritarian measures. This strategy is both bad science and bad policy, likely to prolong the most dangerous phase of the worst pandemic since 1918, and thereby likely to harm far more people than a more targeted strategy. Doc Malone and I go on to point out that the assumption that the vaccines are perfectly safe is deeply flawed. As we write, known side effects, the list gets longer each day, include serious cardiac and thrombotic conditions, menstrual cycle disruptions, Bell's palsy, Guillain-Barre syndrome, and anaphylaxis. Unknown side effects, this is a key plot point here, unknown side effects, which virologists fear may emerge, include but are not limited to existential reproductive risks, autoimmune conditions, remember that one, and antibody-dependent enhancement, whereby the vaccine can make people more vulnerable to other severe diseases. Remember that one, too. It's not for nothing the FDA has yet to approve any vaccines, which are now being administered under an emergency use authorization. Okay, that was what Malone and I wrote. Comes now our first dot to connect. In breaking news, Stephanie Seneff, a scientist at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, has published a paper in ResearchGate with several co-authors, including the courageous Peter McCullough. Let me read some of the stunning findings from the abstract. Here we go. The mRNA SARS-CoV-2 vaccines were brought to market in response to the widely perceived public health crises of COVID-19. The utilization of mRNA vaccines in the context of infectious disease had no precedent, but 
desperate times seem to call for desperate measures. However, both experimental and observational evidence reveals a very different immune response to the vaccines compared to the response to infection with SARS-CoV-2. The genetic modifications introduced by the vaccine are likely the source of these differential responses. In this paper, we present the evidence that vaccination, unlike natural infection, induces a profound impairment in type 1 interferon signaling, which has diverse adverse consequences to human health. All right, so what these scientists are saying right now is that the quasi-vaccines that people are getting jabbed with really don't provoke the same kind of immune response that you would get if you actually had the virus. So something's going on there. And more importantly, when you do that, what they're seeing is signs of this impairment. Okay, I'm going to continue reading from the abstract. We also identify potential profound disturbances in regulatory control of protein synthesis and cancer surveillance. These disturbances are shown to have a potentially direct causal link to neurodegenerative disease, myocarditis, immune thrombocytopenia, Bell's palsy, liver disease, impaired adaptive immunity, increased tumorigenesis, and DNA damage. We show evidence from adverse event reports in the VAER's database supporting our hypothesis. We believe a comprehensive risk-benefit assessment of the mRNA vaccines excludes them, excludes them as positive contributors to public health, even in the context of the COVID-19 pandemic. Can I get a hallelujah now? Or how about a holy cow? Or how about a wow, Navarro? You and Malone were right on from the get-go. Because what the scientists are saying, as opposed to the jackass journalists like John Berman on CNN or Cheryl Stolberg in the New York Times, is that not only can these vaccines harm you in the ways that Doc Malone and I described, they should no longer be used. Of course, this article from an MIT scientist will be attacked by the mainstream media and jackasses like Tony Fauci because it is not peer-reviewed. But the problem is that the mainstream academic journals are now so thoroughly compromised by Fauci and the big bucks in grant money given to the scientific community that they won't even print articles that deserve to be printed. By the way, I have talked about this problem in my In Trump Time book within the context of research about hydroxychloroquine. The British journal Lancet and the New England Journal of Medicine, among others, purposely suppressed sound research about the benefits of hydroxychloroquine because of their never-Trump tendencies. Now, let me connect a second dot. The king of vaccines, billionaire Bill Gates, has criticized the current stock of quasi-vaccines for the pandemic because they allow breakthrough infections, in other words, people who get jabs still get infected, 
and because the duration appears to be limited. That is, you need boosters all the time. Gates goes on to say that, quote, we need vaccines that prevent reinfection and have many years of duration, unquote. No shit, Billy, you POS king of crappy software. But if you read between the Bill Gates lines, this on-the-spectrum billionaire is clearly, clearly backing away from the quasi-vaccines. Pfizer and Moderna can't possibly be happy. Fauci is likely quaking in his boots. The third dot to connect comes from the European Union and its medicines agency. This one is huge. This agency warns that repeat booster doses every four months could eventually weaken the immune response and tire out people. Again, this is something that Doc Malone and I warned about. These primitive quasi-vaccines can really screw up your immune system. That is why it is particularly stupid to force people who have already had the vaccine and who have developed strong antibodies to then take the vaccine. As a fourth and final dot, I noted with great interest how the National Football League quietly suspended all testing during the playoffs heading into the Super Bowl. Rather than being woke, the NFL has woken up to the fact that there's a better way to handle the virus amongst a cohort of healthy young men than to force them into vaccinations, which may put them at risk and often are totally unnecessary. By the way, a corollary to this connected dot is the fact that Kyrie Irving of the New York Nets basketball team is likewise now being allowed to play ball at away games where there is no vax requirement. By the way, I used to love New York, but now I hate that screwed up mess of a lawless, authoritarian, foolish city. Lest I digress, it is only a matter of time before the science of brave folks like Dr. Malone and Peter McCullough and Stephen Hatfield triumph over the authoritarian stupidity of idiots like Tony Fauci, Joe Biden, John Berman, and Sheryl Stolberg. But this won't happen without your help. So do me a big favor with this episode of the podcast. Be sure to let your friends know about it, and if you can, write a review as that helps us gain a broader audience. That's it for this edition of Peter Navarro's In Trump Time War Room. Be sure to order your own copy of In Trump Time today on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, and you may want to try the audiobook. This innovative production features the voices of everyone from Stephen K. Bannon, Victor Davis Hanson, and Corey Lewandowski to President Trump himself. In Trump Time. Truth. Straight. No chaser. The definitive insider's account of the White House of Trump. In Trump Time. Buy it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble today. Thank <laughs> you.